Welcome to Uncommonly More with Stacey Harris. I am Stacey Harris, the CEO and founder of Uncommonly More. Uncommonly More is a contract marketing department for female-owned brands ready to build a bigger impact. Our team supports leaders who want to market with integrity and share their message their way. With a focus on people first, the team supports clients by building strategies that support growth. Essentially, we do Uncommonly More. And here at the show, we're talking about podcasting and content marketing and digital marketing strategies and social media marketing and all sorts of other things you need to know now to make a bigger impact with your business, either on your own or with the support of a team. I think we should just get into it now though. So let's get started. Welcome to episode 488 of Uncommonly More with Stacey Harris. I am, spoiler alert, Stacey Harris. I am really excited for today's show because I want to talk to you about the different options in getting support with your podcast because there are a ton. And guess what? None of them are right and none of them are wrong. There's only about choosing what is right for you in the season you are in. None of them have to be forever. Any of them could be forever. It's up to you. But I want to walk through the distinctions and some of the pros and cons of each of these options, just so you know what's available to you. So we're going to talk about DIY, a virtual assistant, a freelance podcast editor, or a full agency. There are absolutely cases where there are people who blend these categories. For example, There are VA agencies who offer podcast services. There are freelancers who are freelance editors, but offer like full production support and, you know, some of the show notes stuff and, you know, whatever it is. So there is going to be bleed between these four categories. Still, you get to sort of figure out what works best for you. And one of those sort of gray areas between two might be perfect for you. But I want to sort of speak to the major four categories, mostly to highlight their differences so that when you go to look at them, you can go, oh, cool, I want this category mostly, but also I'd like it to lean a little this way or lean a little that way. And so that's what I want us to talk through today. I want to start with DIY. Now, full disclosure, (laughs) before I tell you that I DIY'd this show for like five years, I want to say I DIY'd this show as somebody with a degree in audio engineering. (laughs) I wouldn't necessarily have done it had I not had that background and that expertise and that education. It would have been more nerve wracking for me, but lots of people do. Lots of people do it successfully. And I'm going to talk a little bit about how to get the most out of your show if you're DIYing without wrecking yourself. Because that's an important piece that goes kind of in the con column for DIYing. So when I talk about DIY, I mean the whole kit and caboodle. From, ooh, that'd be a fun show, to, hey guys, episode one is live now. (laughs) Go listen, is you, but it's you. And that means you are recording, you're editing, you're uploading, you're creating graphics, you're creating marketing materials, you're sharing marketing materials, all of that. You're creating show notes, all of it is you. I actually really love this option. If you're not super sure you want to have a show forever, 
if you are going to say, you know, I want to do six months of a podcast. I'm going to do this six months, 24 episodes, and see what the process is like. And you create a season. Maybe it's a 12-episode season to start to see if you enjoy the process, and then a second 12-episode season to see if the thing still works or see if you can grow it, whatever it may be. DIY. Don't spend the money on getting it professionally produced if you don't know if you're going to want to do it. The, In my opinion, best way to go about DIYing is to look at an option like Anchor where you can record straight up into Anchor and put it out in the world. Or you can record into your computer and upload it to Anchor and put it out into the world. Anchor will actually provide like intro and outro music. They are a really great way to start a show. Even with my expertise and my experience and the access I have to my team and my ability to DIY a show, if I were to start a podcast right now about you know, plants. I don't know. I probably wouldn't start a podcast on plants. I don't think I know enough. But anyways, if I were to start (laughs) or the Shits Creek podcast, we started about, yep, we're back on that. The Shits Creek podcast we talked about last episode. If I was going to start that, I'd probably do it in anchor to be completely honest with you. It's a great first step that doesn't take a ton of having all the answers or figuring it all out before you can get it out into the world. And so I kind of love it for those kind of things, those passion project things. It's totally doable. The thing you have to remember though, is if you're going to be DIYing, I highly recommend minimum viable product. I would not be looking at doing a show with guests and co-hosts and audio clips and lots of extra pieces and, you know, the world's greatest intro and outro music and just sort of all the bells and whistles. I wouldn't be looking to do that. I would be looking at what's the simplest way to get the show up? What's the simplest way to market it? What is the simplest way to produce show notes? So if you want to invest the money, get a transcript. Otherwise, six keyword focused bullet points and you're out. (laughs) I would not make it overly complicated because the biggest con to DIYing is the not just possibility, but likelihood that you will burn yourself out. You will, I want to say murder, but that seems aggressive. (laughs) You will definitely work the capacity of your patience DIYing it because there are going to be things you have to figure out. There are going to be things that you have to just like navigate. And that's really, 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 difficult to do alone. Not impossible, but it can feel isolating and it can feel frustrating. And in my opinion, it's the leading cause of what they call pod fade. Somebody who started a podcast for two or four or 10 or 12 or 15 or sometimes 40 episodes, and then they disappear. There isn't like, okay, we're closing it. No, they just stop producing them. And I think that really comes from DIYing and biting off more than we can chew or over investing too early and not being able to justify the expense because you didn't plan for it. You didn't plan to essentially have a podcast running at a deficit for a while. 
because it will take a little bit of time before your podcast is paying for itself. So you need to have the leeway in your budget to afford that help. Cool? That's DIYing. The second option is a VA. There are a lot of VAs who offer podcast services who maybe don't have an editing background or who have, you know, maybe executed show notes. Sort of they do the admin pieces so that you don't have to. So maybe you can record and edit your own show, but you want someone else to do the show notes and get it up on your website and upload it to Lipsyn or whatever other host you're going to use, help you get the marketing for the podcast out, whatever that is. Or some of them do offer sort of basic, you know, clip the front and the back and put a pre-recorded intro and outro on there and you're done kind of editing. Yes, again, there is gray area. There are absolutely also podcast-focused VAs and VA agencies that offer editing at a professional level. Again, I'm talking about general buckets. Don't come at me. Cool? Cool. So generally speaking, these are virtual assistants who are doing a lot of different things. So this is always the warning I put with virtual assistants. Personally, I like to hire for a specific job. I want you to be doing this. And oftentimes, especially early in our business, I think we bring in VAs and we think, cool, you can do 57 things. I'm going to ask you to do 57 different things. However, we can run into sort of a good enough at all of the things instead of being exceptional at any one thing. Again, massive generalizations. I would rather have a couple of different pieces, a couple of different people in play. For example, a VA to handle the admin side and a freelance editor to handle the editing side versus having one person who maybe isn't as qualified to do all of the pieces. And again, when I'm talking about a VA, I'm generally speaking about somebody who is just a solo setup. It's not like they're an agency model where they have on their staff people who excel in all of these different spaces, people who are really focused in each of these different spaces. That's a different conversation. We'll talk more about it during agency. But what I want you to look at is, is it going to be financially viable for you to hire someone? Is it going to be worth it? Oftentimes, I think the best thing to hand off to VA specifically is show notes, because oftentimes you can get some really high quality show notes, really incredible prices, from people doing a really freaking good job. And so start with that. Start with that and maybe the social support. Maybe they take your audiogram and put it on the background and sort of create it in like a headliner or a wave or whatever it is and actually schedule it for you or write some social posts to go along with your episode. Getting help on that admin and marketing side, I have found and the conversations I've had with people is where they've had the most success with a VA support. So that means either separately hiring a podcast editor and or continuing to DIY your editing. It's still going to be incrementally better than DIYing everything because you have at least taken something off your plate. The same is true. And I, I know I'm kind of talking about these together, but I think they fill sort of parallel spots with a freelance editor, somebody who is just going to edit the audio. If that's all they're doing, it comes back to you to get it uploaded to Libsyn, to get show notes created, to get social created. 
And so again, this can be a really good one-two punch with a sort of admin-focused VA or marketing-focused VA to get you where you want to go. Now, the downside here is you're managing both of them. You're managing the communications between them very likely. I would definitely set up an environment like Slack or honestly, like a project management tool like Asana or Trello, or we use Monday so people can kind of see where the episode's at. We see this across all of our shows that we produce with all of our different people because this is sort of the setup we have. We have marketing assistants who actually handle the show notes and the upload and the website, like the post creation. We have podcast editors who actually edit the audio. We have strategists who actually strategize with our clients as far as what episodes should we be doing and what are you thinking and how how is this going to go and what do we need? We have a project manager who actually project manages all of that. So again, it's going to mean you project managing, you sort of running the show as far as production is concerned. And so if you're going to choose one of these options, be aware of that. You might be able to lower your cost though, which can be a huge benefit, especially if you're in launch phase or you're in the early part of your show and you don't have a ton of proof of concept that you can turn it into revenue yet. That can be a really good place to start. Lastly, let's talk agencies. That's what we are. That's what Uncommonly More is. And it's a great solution because our clients, all they do is record audio, drop it into a folder, and we do everything else up to the actual publishing of the marketing. Now, full disclosure, we also have clients who we handle all the marketing for because they're full-fledged marketing clients. But on our podcast production side, what we're doing is we're taking your raw audio, we're editing it with professional quality, creating an audiogram snippet, creating that audiogram, updating any graphics for you, creating your show notes, optimizing them for things like SEO, and really making sure your show is ready for the world, uploading it to Lipson, always making sure our, or whatever your podcast host is, always making sure their feeds are being distributed to wherever they need to be distributed. And then you get all the graphics you need to promote the show, all the audiograms you need to promote the show, your show notes and link is ready to go. So all you need to do is actually go share it. So we frequently work alongside a VA or an OBM who works with our clients and helps them with that stuff or clients who are DIYing their marketing still. Or again, we do have clients who we handle all their marketing. So we then market the show, email about the show, and we do all of those pieces too. And so I want you to look at how much do you want to do? Because here is the con to hiring an agency. We tend to cost a bit more. We are a slightly larger investment than a VA or a freelance editor. Now, I will say, selfishly, I think we're a better value because I think oftentimes when you buy the pieces separately and you factor in your time to run it, you do end up costing yourself a little more, but you may be willing to trade your time for that money based on the season you are in your business, based on where your show is right now. Again, none of these are right. None of these are wrong. Also, my agency, not the only agency in town. Find one that works for you. Find the people and the setup and the option that works for you. I just want to talk about types of support you can get in production of your show, getting it out of your brain and into the world, because that is where it's actually valuable. Your brain, surprisingly, not super valuable for your audience 
if it just stays in there. It has to come out the mouth and into the world, all right? And so again, I like an agency, (laughs) selfishly, I didn't realize, it's funny, our agency was handling podcasts for clients, obviously, for quite a while. And we hired our podcast editor. I was editing everything. I was editing like 20 hours of audio. It was banana pants. We hired our editor. And we handed off half the shows at first. And then the rest of the shows. And then I only had my show. And I was like, wait, why am I still doing my show? And so I handed off my show. And do you want to know what? I get why my clients are so excited now. Like, you guys who we manage your show, I get why you like it so much. It's freaking awesome. I love being able to bash these episodes. We're doing three today. This is my last one, if you can't tell. It's just for you and me. I love getting these done, getting them into their folder, and then the team runs with the absolute right. I get like a, hey, the show's live. Make sure you promote it and like I'll go do stories or it's true story. Sometimes I just see the social for an episode go out and I go, oh yeah, it is that week. True story. Happened this week. Maybe partially because I realized that that, meant that was the last episode I batched last time and then I needed to batch more episodes. Full disclosure. <laughs> Honesty is the best policy, guys. <laughs> this show is ultra transparent. I'm sorry and you're welcome. And so being able to do that, having that space and that freedom to not worry about anything other than delivering this and sharing this and putting my thoughts together and wiping my hands with it when I'm done is incredible. However, it comes with a larger investment. It, in my opinion, is for shows who, or hosts who, going back to last week's episode, have a really clear understanding of why their show is around and the ROI on their show. So if you're somebody who is building a podcast genuinely to content market, to build your revenue through producing a podcast, invest for sure. If you're somebody who thinks it'd be really fun to talk about Shit's Creek for an hour every week and release that to the world, wait until you monetize the show. Sell it. Sell the idea. Get a sponsor. Cool. Then absolutely invest. But I... I would go with a VA freelancer option or a VA or a freelancer option before I would jump into an agency unless I had a really clear understanding of where that podcast was working for me, where it fit. That's just my opinion. We have clients who absolutely have launched with us. Obviously, we have a launch package. But that's, again, because they had a really clear understanding of where they made money from the show, even before it launched. I think that's it. All right, I kind of walked you through sort of the four categories that I think about when I think about podcast production support. If you have questions, if you want to talk through, if you want to see more about what our services look like and what's included in them, if you want to talk more about what it looks like for us to support you, please, 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 please reach out. Uncommonlymore.com, you can over there read everything you read about the team. You can read about the services we offer. You can find more great episodes like this one. And some, you know, probably subpar ones. But still, there's bound to be another great episode in there. Last week, I talked about Shit's Creek for a really long time. So if you have those questions, head over to uncommonlymore.com. Otherwise, I will see you next week. I want to take a second and say thank you. Thanks for listening to the show today. This is the start of a conversation. I want to hear from you. So come on over to Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook or wherever. If you're subscribed to the email, hit reply on your email. 
and say, hey, let me know how the show is going to manifest itself in actions and implementation for you, because that's really why I do this. It's just so that you can do things. I'd also love to get more people listening to the show so that we can push out <laughs> the, the negative marketing messages happening in the world and really override it with empowerment and people-first focused marketing so that we can all be seeing the kind of marketing we want to be seeing. And the first part of that is, of course, doing the kind of marketing we want to be seeing. The second part of that is helping everybody else do it too. And so share the show. And of course, leave a rating and a review for the show. If you head over to ratethispod.com slash more, M-O-R-E, you will find an easy link to leave a rating and a review on a couple of different platforms, whatever platform you want to share it with. I would appreciate it. Really only takes a minute. Also, if you are interested in getting support from my team, sitting down and chatting with me, head over to uncommonlymore.com. That's where you'll find all the resources we talked about today, full transcript of this show and every show we've done before, and all the shows we do coming forward, right? It's a great way to stay connected. It's a great way to find out exactly how we can support you. So your next step, of course, is to head over to uncommonlymore.com, and I will see you next week.